be only one podcast and maybe the prince of the universe hi folks i'm matt and i'm wes hey hey so the writer strike is over as of this podcast yeah the actor strike may be as of this podcast we don't know yet i don't think it's gonna be it's not gonna be anytime soon i don't but uh the entertainment landscape is changing it's changing now drastically um it's not like uh, previous strikes where people are just demanding their shows back, demanding they make a... People have gone on to find other entertainment. Whether it be YouTube. I'm a big YouTube fan because I get to watch what I want to watch, what programs, what I'm interested in. You know. I think the creator content idea now, there's so many people making so much stuff and probably like your podcast, it's not about generating revenue. It's more about doing something you enjoy doing something you enjoy and there are other people who share the same thing a and that's why they tune in share that even the people who say what is this podcast about these small like-minded communities of yeah of a very small amount of humans but the creative outlet is there and everyone's willing to put their time in and if someone's willing to put a little money in then yeah you know, you get focused on that, and there's so much of that now. So much of it. So much of it so that uh, there, there's a few things we want. We didn't know exactly how to title this podcast because we don't know what this podcast is about. But uh, you had mentioned watching The Sopranos. Yep, rewatching Sopranos. Rewatching Sopranos. After 20 years. After 20 years, haven't done any rewatching. From when it first came out on HBO is when you were watching it last right, time. Right, yeah. And yeah. The last time I watched it was the end of it. Okay. Yeah, I never went back and touched any of it. So, because there ain't nothing new out there, you decided, you know what? Let me try some Sopranos. Yeah, I just I felt like I wanted to, you know, I've watched so much other stuff on Max. I wanted to watch it and rewatching it again. And part of what we we're going to talk about is a different point of view. One thing, I'm drastically a different age, but seeing different parts of the show that I didn't really pick up on, and how um, you're un- you can enjoy like a show that is that's obviously a, a critically acclaimed and well made show and incredible acting and all the good things you can say about it that show possesses. But you can also, at least for me, watch it, and I'm getting like a total different vibe out of it than I did when I watched it the first time. So it's very interesting to see that because so much other stuff you watch, and it gives you that automatic good feeling, like you mm-hmm. hear a song or something, and you're yeah. like, oh, I know exactly where I was. And right. you know, we talk about our love of Star Wars and how it's you know emotionally crippled us. Uh so I'm rewatching something like this, and I don't feel any of that. It's a total different vibe, so it's interesting. Yeah. No, I, I've done the same thing before. I've watched uh, – I wanted to watch some of these classic TV shows. I watched I Love Lucy back when I was studying for the role of Ricky Ricardo, and I think I watched the first ah, two or three seasons, and uh, then I did the show. Well, then afterwards I asked Megan, I said, look, I kind of want to watch the rest of it. Do you want to watch it with me? She's like, yeah, we watched it. Enjoyable. I know why that movie – I know why that TV show was number one for so long entertaining still holds up as an old comedy and then uh during the pandemic i didn't know what to watch and i watched i said well let's look at some of these other classics andy griffith my i remember my cousins being nuts about andy griffith uh dick van dyke show you were getting old old uh, oh yeah waltons i used to watch the waltons the waltons were pretty good i i, I enjoyed going through the waltons and that was like 10 seasons of whoo but you know what though, I I, I have enjoyed. I, I'm I'm doing the Nickelodeon at night stuff, the Nick at night stuff right now, 
But uh, I know what you mean, though, because older shows, well, I'm more privy to watch an older show that's been completed than I am to to try anything new now. Because it seems like, you know, I'm not saying they can't make anything good anymore, but a lot of this content, there's, there's so much noise out there as new content goes. And I know the stuff that's supposed to be good, like um, Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series, oh, this garbage. It's teetotal garbage. Didn't even finish the first season, not watching the second season. I didn't even bother with Rings of Power because it just looked like a disaster from the beginning. And then you got all the, you know, just the new Marvel shows coming out, and there's garbage. It's just a lot of garbage now. Well, I don't. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to get into the garbage side of it as much as you are. I don't have the passion for it. Um, but that's why you go back and you watch something yeah, like the Sopranos go, yeah, or other older no, classics because you know what you're getting. But but see, that's the trick of it. Watching this show in particular, and I'm gonna once I run this, I'm gonna try to delve into other stuff. Um, and years ago, I rewatched Dallas again with my um, oh, did you? yeah with my ex-wife we went through all of that and that was quite interesting because i remember that so much as a little little kid and you watch that as an adult and you pick up on so much of other stuff how did that hold up i thought it held up well good like I, I mean i thought uh, i mean obviously the first four seasons are the best i, I and it started reaching Obviously, with the dream sequence and and all of that stuff. After a while, we run we run the course of ideas. Yeah, I, 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 that's the thing. Like you, how long do you stay at the party before you leave? check out? Yeah. And back then, the shows were still number one or in the top ratings, so they got a new season. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's yeah, you, that's what you did. If you people are still watching, you run it until the legs fall off. And that's what they would do. They kept running until the ratings weren't there, usually, yep. most of the time. I watched Magnum P.I. That was another show I, I did a read, because I had seen episodes back and forth with Mom and everything. Yeah. Watched it again. Some really good episodes. Some really fun things uh, that I really enjoyed. So, yeah. Now, I know exactly what you mean by that. Any other? I'm, I'm, I'm Now I'm intrigued. Well, I mean, those are the first two that kind of come to mind. I think the reason being is... Uh, Rewatching them and obviously the drastic change of age, but use the characterization on those two shows in particular, um, and the way the actors were, mm-hmm. and two really legendary guys were two different characters with you know Tony Soprano and J.R. Ewing, yeah, that are like upper upper echelon of that. So it's obviously you've got top top talent which makes it so much better and that's what brings in the show because you got the the lead has to be interesting has to be engaging doesn't have to be a great guy doesn't have to be the super everything knows it you know doesn't have to be all that right. no, definitely these are flawed characters but what makes it interesting is their flaws and how they develop and how they make decisions emotional yeah. depth um you know the charm of a scoundrel of course and and um but not just that, but the the supporting cast of both of those shows, uh, it's it's strong, just strong acting. You watch that, and you, when you turn it off, you can kind of go, "Man, I almost feel like these are real people." I know that seems odd, but they can be relatable. You but you, you understand. You can watch it, and you just—it's such a good escape. You're not watching it thinking these people are being somebody else. You, know, you watch that and you go, oh, well, these people are probably really married. This feels like a real yeah. relationship. 
Um, so to me, that that's a lot of it. Um, but the, the the thing with Sopranos, the takeaway I have is, you know, over the past 10 years, there's been such a new, I feel like it's new, this real appreciation of mental health awareness and people really understanding mm-hmm. how that affects things in generations and watching that. And I never really w- took into account how much of that's what the show was about. The psychiatrist scenes and stuff like that. Correct. Which was the crux of the show, really. Right, but when I watched it when I was younger, I was, I I don't know what the best term was it was, but you're kind of just like, you get in, you get, just the characters you just get so wrapped up in rather than that mental health side of it. You were following the other plot lines. Correct. Is what you were doing. Right. And not realizing that the centric plot line is the one that ties the show together. Correct. No, I get that completely. Yeah. In fact, I probably did watch the show the same way you did. I was more interested in how so-and-so was going to get out of this jam. Correct. Because he was supposed to pick up the money from Tony, but the money got stolen. Now he's got to fight it. I was more interested in that story than Tony dealing and processing his life his family, his job, his everything. trauma, of his, his yeah, all his of mom, this, yeah, yeah, issues with his mom and everything. Yeah, and then you rewatch that, and his mom is so incredible, uh, the way she is, because yeah, you know, my mom has passed years ago, but some of the stuff she says, and not to say she's Tony Soprano's mom, but man, <laughs> there's certain parts of anybody this has like mother trauma you watch that and you go god i can really relate to this <laughs> i thought i could relate to it years ago but i really relate to it now <laughs> so it's pretty interesting yeah no no so and, I, and i'm not saying that nothing new holds up but i just think it's interesting to watch a show that was really critically acclaimed and understand oh there is even more depth to it because like i've grown as like a consumer of right of media, for lack of a better term. Well, let me, let me clarify that. I'm not saying that nothing new can be good. Right. I'm just saying I'm more interested in going back and revisiting shows than I am giving this show a shot. Because, I mean, to be fair, a lot, a lot of pe- people tell me that, oh, this is a great show. You should watch this. Oh, but it gets bad after. The Witcher. Oh, it's great. Oh, I get bad. Westworld. Oh, yeah. I remember when Westworld came out. you got to watch it. And then two, three seasons later, do I have to watch it? it kind of fell off. Yeah. Yeah, and that's usually, they drop off because they don't know where they're going. They don't know what they're doing. At least shows like Dallas, they had strong lead characters they could build the story around without having to worry about an overarching... uh, And some people you can give chicken salad, you can give them chicken poo-poo and turn it into chicken salad. And, you know, some of you, and it takes a lot to do that, Mm -hmm. and certain people can. Uh, And some of the Dallas plot lines are pretty silly but the acting and the characters are so strong it's you can tell why, why it was such a huge hit globally because it just drew you in yeah and i think that there is some issues to that and not to reference your other podcast but talking about just too many good looking people on the screen at once you kind of go what am i watching takes you out of it and it's like my our talk about pro wrestling and when everyone kind of looks the same it takes some of the intrigue out yeah because the reality of it yeah it's like this dude this is not possible because no one could be this good looking everywhere the 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 ugly girl is just the hot girl with glasses (laughs) correct yeah that's the that's the gimmick that's that's all we got um i've also seen a trend we're talking about entertainment here is the uh 
so far gone sequel. The sequel that comes out super delayed, uh, Expendables, nine years after the last one. Uh, you know, the the fire has gone cold on that whole franchise. Right. Uh, same thing, I watched The Nun 2. S- the, the original one came out, I believe, six years ago. Six years! We can get around to making a movie and bring it out in two. Okay? Well, I, yeah, and, and what I thought of that is, I think there are studios have grown into a really bad habit of sitting on media for too long and then when they release it finally it comes off so like what are you doing here this should have already been made and i think that's another problem like they make so much they don't really have a plan of how to distribute it and it turns into expired goods everything's yeah exactly it's like oh people love these apples well let's hold on to it see what we can do with it then they're spoiled by the time they come out because i mean the iron was hot when expendables 3 came out do another one then you know if it's still if it's still going i know three didn't make the same money as one and two but if you want to do a fourth one you keep going off the hit while it's still relevant in people's heads right not when it's a remember then top gun was a remember when well, don't just look at Top Gun and go, "Oh, we need to revive think, all these yeah, other franchises." Yeah, and I think that that is just a that is definitely the anomaly of that. Oh, because, absolutely. But and a lot of that is you took a a major, major, major talented person who really wanted to tie that loose end up, and that makes a big difference. No, it does. That's not to say it, Stallone is not a talented person and does not take being Sylvester Stallone. I, I can't imagine I, anybody taking anything more serious than he does no. to look the way he does at his yeah. age. And, and he's a genius because Expendables is his baby, which made tons. That was a franchise that made tons of money. Rocky made tons. He's like, he's like underneath George Lucas. He's really underrated because then uh, Rambo. Right. He's created three huge franchises that everyone knows and everyone can relate. Everyone knows who Rocky is. Everyone knows who Rambo is. Right. You know? No, I agree. I That's what I'm saying. I think Stallone is a... Oh, he's pretty. He's a pretty hard genius and everything, yeah. making all these. But then, you know, you get, I don't know, just that long-awaited. Just it's it's too long. It's too too long. I was thinking about watching the Nun too. I was like, golly, I'm glad they're showing clips of the first one. I wasn't going to go back and you watch would it. Think but. that there's a there's something in a contract that says this has to be released by a certain date. Well, why would they even release it now? We're we're in the now. Uh, we're we're in the world of now. We get entertainment right now. Attention spans are incredibly short now. Remember when movies used to last in theaters for most of the year? Well, but but I think that but, yeah, what we're talking about too, the the piggyback to that of 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 the Expendables is the whole Batgirl debacle and how they can just say we'll take the insurance hit without yeah. releasing it. Obviously, they they had exhausted every legal reason they had to release. Expendables because why else would you do it? There's no financial gain. You know you're going. You're, you're in the red. It in the first half, I mean, it's just so past its. Prime they held now. on to it. They just held that card for too That's, long. It's true. I'm it's sure true. there are plenty more movies like that. that I, and I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. I and, and Top Gun too. I believe. I mean, is the a whole big... DC franchise is that way. Everything That's is true. being held on too oh long. Oh my gosh. So yeah. You know, we're going to see the the bones of that being picked apart in a few more months. Yeah, The Flash. Haven't seen him since Justice League, which was, what, five, six years ago? Yeah, I mean, just but I'm just saying, forever. Like, they just, it's hard to know when to, I guess, let things go. 
I well, yeah, you either let go or you just release it. Strike while the iron's hot. Maybe strike while the, the top. I dress. Maybe hard to let things go, but I, I mean, that's that's obviously the case. But I just I, I'm just looking at all this stuff, going, what what took so long? Why does it take so long? Dune, the the second part. I know it got delayed because the actors strike. They want to stretch things things out. But dude, you came out what three years or two? Years? I mean, it it's it. You're losing your audience. Because yeah, other things have come I, out since then. Other I think things that have that's dead. part of it, too. Like, there's so much of it out there. You, How do you do this anymore? Well, well, back in the day, if a movie got hot, they'd probably rush it, but they tried to get that sequel out as fast as they could. You know? Oh, we got to get this, you yeah, know, pump the sequel out. Yeah. And now they're going, go, 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 because you got to get it out because you got to strike while that iron's hot. And that um, urgency is now gone, and it's a world of indecisiveness bunch of executives don't know what they want to do. They want to do it. How, how long has Marvel or Disney owned the rights to X-Men? And nothing. They're going to be, after the actor strikes over, they're going to be taking ideas down. What, that means for another four years? Yeah, we're going to I agree. Are you serious? Yeah. You've had it for so many years, and you haven't done a thing with it. What are you thinking? Yeah, it's it's odd that the, you know, the, you hear in, like business or any other field where it's like green, yellow, red, like as far as your priorities, how that for Marvel has not been green since the day they officially acquired it. Goodness gracious. They're just, I mean, key problem there. But, I, and of course, I, I I do believe, I'm not saying you should just rush to get it out, but have a plan. No, I don't think have you should. Have a game I plan. I definitely don't think you should rush things, but I'm saying that, you have to have a priority chart. Oh, absolutely. And that, that obviously that franchise, and then obviously Expendables is in your red. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but I'm just saying, just come up with a plan and stick to it. And if it's going to make it, then put you know put a marker on. So okay, let's well, see. Doesn't what you that got. go back to leadership? What we talked about in the previous it podcast. Does. It does. It you does. Know, it does boil down on selling itself off, and then someone absorbs it, and then they do this. Well, then whoever they thought was running it previously, they're, they're shit can, they're out of here. So someone else inherits it and then they want to twist it. And it's just this vicious cycle. And that's what we're seeing is the, the product is so warped when it's finally delivered and you go, yeah, this is terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. I don't care about, I mean, imagine if, if, if the eighth Harry, I mean, if the eighth Harry Potter book came out now, I want to be nuts over it, but you know, like, she didn't complete the. It's like R. R. Martin, George R. R. Martin, just sitting on whatever Game of Thrones book is out right now, or t- what, I don't know what's the actual Fire and Ice, whatever it is. Um, you know, he's been sitting on the potential sequel for well over a decade now. I mean, it'll, it's a book, so I'm sure people will get it and everything. But I can't imagine just harping on. You know, oh, it won't season- ever be as big as it was. Yeah, That's it won't thing. ever you be as big. You can't wait. Your moment has gone. It's not and like... I think everybody thought that about Top Gun. I, I don't think anybody thought it was... I never I thought, thought it would be that they had that. overweighted. Never. But yeah. that just shows it can never happen. Know. But, man, it's not the law of averages. But I'll be honest, Top Gun was solid. Solid acting, a solid story. Yeah, but that's, I was, the point is, if you put 20 other ideas like that, they would... They would fall, hit, miss the mark. Right. But so, that's because they don't understand. So many people write for these long-awaited sequels that have no idea what they're doing. Like, I was never a Beetlejuice fan. I don't. I mean, I don't care either way about Beetlejuice. My wife's a big Beetlejuice fan. So Beetlejuice 2, 
right? That's going to come out 20 years, 30 years later. Okay, I don't. Who asked for that? I don't know. Well, but, I think that it's it's the nostalgia thing, and I think Michael Keaton is like a. And you got Tim Burton back, so I mean, it, you yeah. know. But to what point is that one going to be? Hopefully, because it's got Keaton and Burton, you think you know they can recreate the magic. But you know, Jurassic World, goodness gracious, that that those movies just fell flat. Well, from the yeah, very I beginning. think sometimes you just you they like we talked about they it's like Dallas they ran it. They ran it to ran the, it to the ground, yeah. yeah. And but the the mentality back then, and maybe still today for TV shows, is you keep making season after season until either you can't because the the actors everything the renegotiating scripts too high, which would happen to Bing Bang, or maybe they decide to bow out and just part ways like Friends, Seinfeld, stuff right. like that, while they're on top, right? But it, the mentality has always been you keep pumping out one season after the next. As long as it's in the ratings, like uh, I never watched the show Supernatural. What twenty seasons? Yeah, that or show something was... like that. But it was always hitting ratings for CW. And as long as the actors they that supposedly weren't Another asking one of those for everybody's good looking shows. Yeah, but they weren't asking for raise anymore because they knew if they asked for any more raises, that'd be it. Right. So they're making top dollar. They're happy to be employed. I and I, I you know my hats off to them. Usually people don't want to be stuck yeah, in a character. Yeah, they know their audience. Go for it. But they know this is what they'll be known for forever. They'll probably not be known for anything else. But they're happy with it. They enjoy this. They enjoy the crew they're working with. And I get it. But into the ground, pandemic finally put an end to that. that well, show. I think that you know you if you look at like a top actor who's got their peers, and if a show runs five years, think about everyone else's career that has peaks and valleys. So I'm sure those guys looked at that and they were like, probably a lot of their friends came and went with vicious falls from where they oh, thought yeah. they would be, and they're like, uh, let's ride that money train out. <laughs> oh, and I and I don't blame them for that either. Yeah. And as long as you create more stories, more interesting tie-ins and everything, it's fine too. But after a while, I mean, I hate to say it, but you gotta cut ways. I mean, some of my favorite shows, you know, would I wish they would have gone on longer, but would that necessarily have been good? Who knows? You know, I, I'm a big Highlander fan. Um, I admit the show's a little, you know, it, there's some eek moments in the first season, meaning they're kind of boring, kind of drag. They were trying to find their footing. And then the rest of the show's pretty good. Yeah, that's kind of like the first half of a football game. You'll know who the better team is on the second half. That's exactly right. Because people get usually get their footing yeah. right in the second season because yeah. they get into their character. They know what's going on. The character development starts really evolving there. Um, but then you look at the last season of that, and it's just really pathetic. Now, of course, uh, Duncan McLeod, Adrian Paul, hurt himself, and so he couldn't do much, but still it wasn't the best of seasons, and maybe they should have stopped at five, which wasn't the perfect season either, but had some good stuff in it. And they definitely should have stopped by doing a that awful spinoff. But the thing is, though, you, you want that. You know, me, the, the me wants to see more of that, but at a while, you have to stop. You have to cut it off. If you're if you know that you're creatively bankrupt, and that's the thing, I, we were talking about this before the podcast started. But Star Wars, the TV shows, right? They're not getting better, according to you and Benjamin. They're not. It's not like they're learning from their past mistakes. Because I've you haven't seen it yet. Benjamin had Benjamin made a comment on it on one of our po- podcasts that it's awful. I mean, it's beyond awful. It's like mind-bogglingly dumb. Right. It's like baby food is what they're feeding you now. It's like how did they regress? so far back yeah i think that that's a and i think legacy brands 
they're going to kill them because yeah. they're determined to drive it into the ground till it can't. You squeeze every ounce of money that you can from it. They'll they'll take the law of diminishing returns and keep going rather than saying, "Hey, let's get, let it let it breathe." Yeah, and can't let it breathe. Got to right. keep stomping. We got to do ground. something. We got to try something. And um, yeah, they're doing a really good job of. Slowly, just <laughs> suffocating. Yeah, the fan. Yeah, it's it's it, that's exactly the term I was going to use. The air is being let out of the balloon just over yeah, and over and over again. Sad fall. Yeah, yeah. It used to be this big exciting thing. Then you kept hoping it would get better. I not so you're trying to pick out. Well, that was good. And I this think, scene you know, was good. That's, that's part of the the arc of 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 all this stuff where we talk about how there's these great rises and then they crash and what's left. Um, and then there are certain shows that find a way to kind of end the way they feel is best, but you can't satisfy a you know an your, entire your, your fandom audience. One yeah, you know, kind of how Sopranos ended, and a lot of other shows where you kind of felt like, mm. you know, what I wasn't upset by how Sopranos ended. I actually liked the ending. Well, and I'm not I'm not saying the ending was bad. What'd you think I, about it? Um, I thought it was not what I expected. Okay. But I thought that was what the show was about, because the show did. You wanted you wanted the redemption of Tony, and every time you thought he did a good thing, he went right and bad again. No, yeah, and, and that was it, the reality of it. So I felt like it's like what we talked about the Flash movie, where you know we we were very exhausted from the darkness of the Batman DC, character, yes. Superman too, and for him to say, "We cleaned up Gotham. I retired." You're like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know that was a. Uh, it worked. I, 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 how did I, that happen? I thought we had to break down our characters in these miserable portions. I, I swear to, I swear to you, when I saw the trailer, I went, "Here's the story: Michael Keaton's Batman has given up on life. It, the the goth, the world is just a terrible place. But the Flash is going to show him there is good in this world, and and get him to go back." To be in Batman, but, I yeah, swear I just that think was the that problem. was but, you know, and and you know, talking about Sopranos, I think that was it. Like you, you were expecting something else, and you thought, um, but they ended it the way they felt was best. Mm -hmm. And have you ever seen Rescue Me? Dennis Leary's fireman one. Mm -mm. That's a good one too. He's he's another kind of like I remember that being on now. Yeah, yeah. yeah Tony Soprano it. character. He's a he's a struggling alcoholic, right? Who's who's recovering and then falls and then trying to get his life back together and then just and he he screws it up, right? You know, and you're like, come on! But it had that. It was so. It was such a weird thing because it's a drama, and a comedy, and a supernatural thriller too. Because he can see dead people, mm. and so all this stuff you think this would not make it, but it it just it's so intriguing. And what they did with it for as many years as they did, and I think it ended just right. I can't remember how many seasons it went. It went, it went quite a few, but it was good. It's good the whole way through. Those old, some of those old school FX shows are really like, like The Shield and right. Justified. I did see the new Justified series, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. There's one thing I thought was just bogus, uh, but other than that, I was like, wow, you know, uh, Waylon. Um, I can't remember his name now. Waylon. Riggs, whatever, wherever the guy he plays, um, character he plays, he got right back into character. He could do it, a little bit older, but still fun, still fun. The show overall was fun. I thought it ended well, perfectly. I think that, that kind of character and 
gosh, I don't know where we're going with all that, but like especially Western type characters, that's like certain guys like Sam Elliott. That's part of they can play a cowboy the rest of their life. Oh yeah, yeah. And he can play that kind of he can nail that. rebellious lawman. It's just him. Yeah. You know he he kind of did that in the, uh, you know, the Mandalorian. When he was on that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he so, was in that one too. Yeah, he's just a good actor. Yeah, but Timothy he's a, but that man. old gunslinger. Yeah, he has a look. He can get the character down. Correct. Yeah, he's got that's, the right. That's something he's familiar yeah. with. And uh, I won't, I'm not going to uh, tell people. And he was in Deadwood too. So, oh, see, I don't. I, well, I never watched Deadwood, but okay. Um, but not to spoil Justified, but I thought it ended perfectly because it set itself up to where if they want to do another season they could but if they want to end it the way they did i loved it i loved it i loved it either way and i like and obviously the writers got together they got together with him want to make sure they got the character right they got the story right for the most part it was good like i said one part i was like that's totally unbelievable that would never happen this is a joke but the rest of it was you know pretty solid straightforward um and i let our homework is to watch that no, nah, homework won't be to watch. I, 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 okay. Did you like Justifying back in the day? Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched. I didn't get through all of it. Okay. The second season is the best. That's really where it got the best. Mama being the best. That was just, that was, the whole storyline was so interesting. But, uh, no, I, I, and, and like, I don't know if you watched Dexter. Mm-hmm. Did you see the new season? I tried it, but it oh, just. Oh, it wasn't for you. Well, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know if I was in the right mindset okay. for. I, I enjoyed for it. it. I love Kurgan. Um, and I love that that guy's getting a lot of work now. Like, you know, he's in, uh, he was in John Wick 4. He was, he's been the character in a lot of TV shows now. And he's just getting more work now. And I think people are realizing, wow, this guy's really good. He's got a lot of depth yeah. you know, to him. And, uh, you know, I, I don't, if I saw him between Kurgan and the past 20 years, I've forgotten you know, but I remember starting to see him pop up here and there and going, oh, it's good to see him. And now he's kind of back in the limelight as this one guy or this one guy. And he's just good. Yeah. He's a believable character. So uh, anyway, though, I just getting off on a tangent, though. I thought Dexter was done well. My wife hated the ending, but I, I, I thought it was really good. But uh, there's ways to do things right. And that delayed, you know, that season that comes out, you better have a good idea. You better know what you're going to do if you don't have your game plan together. But if you're just throwing up something that, you know, no, who's asking for it anymore? People kept asking for Dexter. Right. Was anyone asking for Expendables 4? Maybe after Expendables 3 they were. And I'm not, not I want to see Expendables 4 too. I don't want to say I'm over, overly critical, but right. what are we asking for? And, and like you, I'd probably rather be watching an older show. Yeah. How much of your audience has aged out? Exactly. Exactly, and and now we got to where we can watch anything at any time. You used to have, you used to have the DVD. The only way you could watch Sopranos, ten twenty years was if you had the DVDs, right? And now anything, basically anything, is streaming. You just got to buy that streaming. But service. I think the the demos, you know, they talk about back in the day it was like eighteen to thirty four, and now you'll you'll hear like a, a demo is eighteen to forty nine. But I'm forty six. I'm not watching the same stuff people are. No, twenty two were watching. I'm not either. I just feel like the demo, how they stretch that, they're playing it a certain way. It's like that's not very realistic because um, less people are watching. Correct. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's creative math. So after Sopranos, what would you watch next? I don't know. I'm probably going to get into your vault of what you feel like I should watch. I'm to take some of your homework. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. You know what though? I'll let every I'll let the listeners also decide too. If what, they made it this far. If they <laughs> if they made it this far. So first off, folks, tell Wes what TV show you think he should rewatch. And then someone, please tell us, what is this podcast about? <laughs> Help me. <laughs> we'll see you next time on Princes of the Universe.